What's up, guys? My name is Leif Arneson, and you're listening to episode 32 of the Vegan Gym Podcast. My brother and I are vegan fitness coaches and bodybuilders who started this podcast as part of our mission to show the world that vegans are strong, healthy, compassionate badasses who are leading the charge against chronic disease, animal abuse, and climate change. We've had the opportunity to help thousands of vegans reach their fitness goals, but we're just getting started. Our goal is to help 1 million vegans get into the best shape of their lives. So if you believe in challenging the status quo and showing the world how badass veganism really is, then this podcast is for you. With that, I'd like to introduce my brother, my co-host for this podcast, Anders. What's going on, man? What is going on, everybody? I hope you've been having a fantastic week. Sorry we missed you last week. We are we were sick, and we currently still are a little congested. Yeah. So uh, sorry if we do cough a little bit during this podcast, but we knew we had to get something out this week. Yeah, we got to and- do it. We missed you guys. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, limiting and negative beliefs. And uh, that's essentially like all those little lies that you either um, consciously or subconsciously tell yourself about your life and your life circumstances that really holds you back from achieving the next level of success in your fitness, in your career, in your life in general. And uh, and the reason that uh, this podcast is titled Can't is just a cop-out is because most limiting beliefs start with the phrase, I can't. Something like, I can't lose fat, or I can't build muscle, or I can't run a 5K, or I can't run a marathon, I can't compete in a physique competition, I can't compete in a bikini competition, I can't get to the gym because I'm too busy, blah, blah, blah. When I hear those phrases, I know that I'm talking to someone who lives in a world of limitation. I mean, how often do we hear people say that? Like, they're just always like, it's 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 conditioning their minds to just think in a very limited way. And and people uh, use these limiting beliefs to govern their lives and to hold them back from really achieving their full potential. And I know so many people who say these phrases about health and fitness um, and I just know that they say the same thing about all other areas of their life. Like, like fitness is a catalyst. I, I feel like if you don't treat your health right, if you don't treat your body right, then that just kind of cascades the rest of your life. And if you have all those limiting beliefs that really hold you back from, uh, achieving your fitness goals and feeling really confident in your own body, I feel like that really, uh, that brings negative energy, negative beliefs, uh, those limiting beliefs into all other areas of your life. Yeah. So, something that I've realized is, uh, especially from past relationships is a, a lot of people have, um, they put that on to you. They say that, I know you can't do that. You can't do this. Oh, you shouldn't do that. And it, it kind of, uh, changes your mindset in that way from external, uh, people saying stuff, you know, it's yeah. like, they're saying you can't do that. I don't know. Yeah. You can't accomplish that. And some people take that and make it into like, uh, yeah, they're right. I can't do it. When some people do take that as motivation and push and make them want to prove them wrong. Yeah. So, but the majority of the people are the people that are saying, oh, they're totally right. I can't do that. I'm never going to attempt it 
ever in my entire life. Exactly. I know when I hear someone say that about life in general or say that about something that I'm trying to do, I know it's a reflection of their limitations. Exactly. Not mine. Yeah. Like it's just them projecting their negative beliefs about the world or about what is or is not possible. And they try to push that on you. And I think in some kind of twisted way, they're trying to uh, hold you back from achieving the stuff that they're not comfortable with going out and doing. So, Because if you do accomplish it and they don't, that's going to make them feel even worse. Exactly. And that's why they don't want you to do it. <laughs> right. And that will just further cement their negative beliefs about the yeah. world. And the, the same thing applies to you. When someone tells you that it can't be done, it's a more of a reflection of their limitations, not yours. So basically, what we want to do is clear our minds of the word can't. We want to push all those negative beliefs, all those limiting beliefs out of our mind because the people who succeed in fitness are the people who get up and make it happen, even in the face of uh, of limitation, of yeah. adversity. They look for the circumstances that they want, and if they can't find them, then they make them. They don't just sit back and say, oh, I can't do that because of X, Y, or Z. They don't make excuses. The word can't really doesn't exist in their vocabulary. And um, and that's why we try very hard to never use that phrase, I can't. We want you guys to stop saying I can't as well. You can, you just choose not to. Yeah. And that is a really, really important distinction. That's what separates really successful people from not-so-successful people, from average people, from the general population of people who don't have their health together, don't have their fitness together, don't have the life that they want, don't have the relationships that they, that they want, they don't have the career that they want or the business that they want. And they live in this dream world of saying, oh, it would be nice to do that, or it must be nice to be rich, or it must be nice to have six-pack abs, or it must be nice to run a marathon and be able to do that. I could never do that. I can't do that. Um, it's a really important distinction to say uh, there's I can't, and then there's uh, people who say like I can't. That's not really true. What you're really saying is, I choose not to. I don't want to try. I don't. I'm not going to try yeah. because that pushes me out of my comfort zone. And that's a really important distinction. That's also a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people because yeah. um, it's. I'm not saying at all that it's easy. Like most of those things where you just like default to, oh, I can't do that. Most of those things are usually really difficult. And it's, uh, it's typically really, really tough to accomplish those things, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it. It means that you choose not to do it, even in the face of adversity, even in the face of uh, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. You just choose not to do it, and that's a really important distinction. That's something that you just have to realize because if you don't, then you're going to forever live in a world of I can't. You're going to forever live in that world of limiting beliefs yeah. in that, that small little like comfortable box that, that, uh, that, that you, governs your life. Right. I, so, I, I do want to touch on, like, guys, I, 
Like this, <laughs> we speak from experience in every single one of these podcasts, okay? And um, I know for myself, uh, I'm probably I was in a worse position than Leif, but I was in a position during the military where I was like, I can't. I, I knew that I, I thought that I couldn't do so many things. I was failing in a lot of things in the military. So, uh, surprisingly, you think of the military, you think like, oh, they excel at everything. No, that's when I actually had like the worst part, part of my life. And it was, I, I was given so many situations where I, was, I kept saying I can't. And I just remember like my, my uh, leadership realizing that and I kept on getting like bad run times and that type of thing. And it's something that you had to mold, okay? Like there, and this is something that I've talked about in past podcasts where you need to build up this type of thing. And it starts from uh, excelling at one thing and accomplishing one thing and building upon that. And uh, I said small things and you work towards larger things, you know, and that is what really makes that mind shift change to you being able to say, I can instead of I can't. And once you make that, then you realize you'll be in the position where we are now. And we're like, yeah, you can literally do whatever you want as long as you are willing to put in the work and take the time to do so, you know. So it's it's anyone can create that mindset. And, uh, we want you guys to do it. <laughs> They're just, that's, that's a great example. And there are so many stories of people who do that. The first one that comes to mind, um, I, I was talking about this with someone else just yesterday. Uh, it's, it's, uh, there are so many interviews out there with, uh, Jeff Bezos, who's the founder of Amazon. Yeah. And he's talking about when he first got started, everyone was telling him he couldn't do it. Like, Oh, we can't build an online store. Like nobody's going to put their credit card information online. Like the internet's not going to be around in right. five years. Like all this, like just negativity around him. And he started in his house by packing boxes. He would pack books on his knees That's amazing. Into, into boxes. And now he's worth $150 billion. Now like, he has drones working for him. Right. <laughs> and it's like, there are, and, and that's, that's just an example of like a, a business, uh, like a success story, but there are so many success stories. There are, are more success stories out there that are really motivating than, uh, than like other stories that are just like, uh, like, actual like I can't do this stories where it just reinforces people's negative beliefs but there are so many stories out there where people have gone out and accomplished their goals that it is by it is possible like by definition if someone else has gone out and done it it is possible and um you brought up the military there's there's something like Jeff Bezos but we all know a really good example of this too and it is a phrase I could never go vegan. Like I, I can't do that. Yes, we can I can't all go relate vegan. to that one. <laughs> we can all relate to that one. And whenever I hear that, I'm like, really? Like you could never like just simply stop eating animal products. Like, uh, like how often do you hear this? People are like a few times a week at least, and and we don't even talk to that many non-vegans. Yeah. I just we just hear it all the time, and and people. Uh, people seem to use that phrase as this weak, like culture, uh, catch all excuse. So, uh, when people say I could never go vegan, it's often even like unprovoked. Like people right. just like spit it out. Like they meet you and they find out that you're vegan and they're like, Oh, well, I could never do that. I could uh, never go I, vegan. I heard my uncle and my mom say it. So I'm just going to say it. Right. And, <laughs> and like, 
a conversation with with just like a random stranger or uh, maybe a friend of a friend or something would usually go like, hey, dude, I heard you're vegan. Uh, is that true? And I'd be like, well, yeah, actually, that is true. I've been vegan for like four years. And then they're like, oh, wow, I could never go vegan. Cheese, and then they're like, cheese, though. Yeah, and then they just need to like, <laughs> like throw up all these excuses like, oh, but cheese, but bacon. Like, I could never do that. Like, what do you and, eat? And Where do you get fun, your protein? The, the funny thing is them coming at you like that with all those excuses is most likely because they realize veganism is the healthiest way that you could be living. That's yeah. And they that's, do not exactly they're trying to tell people reassure themselves like exactly. oh, this is not what I should be doing. Exactly. Like we are, <laughs> we are so informed in today's world that veganism is gaining serious traction. And that's because there are such powerful, right. ethical, moral, and, uh, and kind of health arguments in favor of it. All most the facts people, are there. I exactly. Mean. Most people know that it's healthier. Uh, most people know that it helps the planet. And obviously it saves billions of animals. People know that. Um, but they still just, uh, they, that's still like uncomfortable for them to do. And they, uh, they know that this is a super positive thing. Often the things that we say, I can't do that. We know it's a positive thing. It would be a positive thing in our life. Yet people like that who are talking about veganism still like immediately default to the, I can't do that mentality. And lots of other people do that even when they know that it is a positive thing, uh, potentially in their life. And since we all have, have seen that, we all know people say that, it's, uh, that's a really good example of how that can uh, happen in really any area of your life. Like That might be, for most people listening to this podcast, you're already vegan. You understand that other people have that limiting belief, that, that thing that's holding them back. But what you need to understand is you have some of that too. Even when it comes to health and fitness, you might be saying, well, I like, I don't know. As an example, you could say, I, I could never do like just whole foods. Like I need, I need this junk food and stuff. Like really, you could never do that. Like the same argument can be applied and it might not be as strong, like especially morally or ethically, but it can still be applied. Like that would be a, maybe a better step in the right direction for your health and for your fitness, but still you just gravitate to, I can't do that. Um, same thing happens so often with, with fitness, with, uh, with your career so often. And we talk about this a lot in the podcast, but so often people live below their full potential because it's comfortable down there. It's uncomfortable to push beyond that, but there are actually, in my opinion, there are really kind of two different levels of being uncomfortable. There's the uncomfort of discipline and pushing your boundaries and then there's the uncomfort, uncomfortable position of staying in uh, that kind of like limiting mindset, staying in that box where you just kind of confine yourself to a life far below what you were intended to really achieve in life. So I think there are those are two very different uh, levels of discomfort, and I much rather have the 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 discomfort of discipline. Oh, hands down. The discomfort of pushing myself instead of the discomfort <laughs> of getting to seventy years old and being like, "Wow, I didn't achieve anything in my life." Well, and to be honest with you, I don't think that there's even there's no in between either. You're one or the other. I really, I really believe 50, that. It's fifty-fifty. Yeah, it has to be. 
because yeah. like no, I think it's a hundred, a hundred, hundred, a hundred. You're either a hundred percent there, a hundred percent there. I think yeah. yeah, you can't do fifty fifty because if you do fifty fifty, then you're still just comfortable. I was thinking fifty percent in there and fifty percent in the other side. Yeah, well, people. even yeah, even if you're talking about the population, the general population, it's surely not fifty fifty. It's probably one ninety nine. It's like it's yeah. There are very few people that were will push themselves into that level of discomfort where you um uh where your life is is um uh just like you're governed by like I can do that. I'm going to do that, and you build the discipline to achieve those goals. Well, that's another way of doing it is like, do I want to be in the top 1% or the bottom 99%? <laughs> yeah. And we're not even talking. Lots of people will hear that and automatically think we're talking about like wealth or something. Right. It's not even that it's, we're talking about mindset yeah. and, and yeah, the, the top 1%, uh, people with good mindsets, like with the right mindset who are like out there, they're action takers, they're getting stuff those done. Those are the very successful Obviously, people. those people will be more financially successful on average than that bottom 99%. But what you need to understand is that is what also brings happiness, yes. which is what we often crave. I mean, that's what's, what every human wants to achieve. Like even, even if we're not talking... Uh, we can talk about wealth and most people want to increase their wealth right. uh, because uh, money is a tool and it is a tool for doing more good in the world, for having uh, a more uh, prosperity in your yeah. life. And it's a necessity. You need it. it. Yeah. It's, okay. I mean, we live in an economic planet, but uh, you also need to understand that uh, that building this mentality, it's not only good for your bank account. It's really good for happiness yeah. because uh, because shifting the I can't to I can is what creates higher levels of success, which creates higher levels of fulfillment, which creates higher levels of happiness. And that's really where uh, you can separate yourself from like this world of mediocrity. And I feel like that's um, I'm kind of like. I'm I'm driven by both. I want to be happy. I want to right. be I want to be financially prosperous. Like those both matter to me and whether or not you agree with the latter of those two things, I know that you want to be happy. So, I uh, so that's why this is so important. And what people need to realize is that everything in life is a choice. And uh, you can either decide to go out and do something and say, I can do that and I'm going to figure it out. You can even say, you know, you can say, I, I can do that, but I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Like, that's what I say about most things. It's not, I can do that. I know how to do that. I'm doing it. <laughs> that's not what it usually is. I'm it's telling usually, you guys, the amount of time that we spend to figure things out is uh, right majority of our time. <laughs> yeah, we use, and we usually fail at most things, yeah. especially when it comes to, like, building our business. Like, there are so many things we try, and then it flops. Like, we have no idea what we're doing. We're getting to uncharted waters, okay? Right. Like, it's something that you just learn as you go, and that's part of the fun, too. <laughs> yeah, and and that's why that's why everyone really needs to do that in their life. And um, and as I was saying, like everything in life is a choice, and most people just gravitate to uh, just spewing excuses everywhere, like yeah. saying, "I can't do that because blah 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 blah." And they're just like always <laughs> they always have like excuses on their tip of their tongue because they know that's what they really should be doing. 
Um, and then they feel like they need to explain why they're not doing that. And right. really, an excuse is just a well-planned lie that we tell ourselves to convince ourselves why we can't do something. And, uh, and most people live in the world of excuses. Most people live their lives in fear of pushing outside their comfort zone. Um, they're afraid that others are going to judge them or think about them in the wrong way because they're going out and doing stuff uh, that most people say, uh, I can't do that about. And it's really, if, if you focus on, uh, on what you can do versus what you cannot do, and you just make it happen. Like, even if you don't have the game plan, like we were just talking yeah. about, you don't have the right strategy. You don't know how to do it, but you go out and you try to, your best to make it happen. You don't overthink things. You just take action. And if you do that, then great things will happen. That's really, that's, that's basically all we do when it comes to, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to health, when it comes to anything, we just take action. And we talked about uh, the law of attraction versus the law of action. I think that was two podcasts ago. And that that holds true here too. Right. Like the, it really comes down to just taking action, and most people won't do that. Most people say I can't do that because it immediately just ex- extinguishes the idea of pushing outside your comfort zone of of taking a step in the right direction. Well, because it's like I was saying uh, last, uh, two podcasts ago. It's like it makes them it makes people scared. Okay, and we are talking about. When someone's scared, they that's that's them wanting to like suck back into their comfort zone and not attempt to go for anything else. Yeah. But what we're what we're saying, guys, is when you're scared and you launch for something and you start going working towards something, when you're in that uncomfortable zone, that's when the most most growth happens. And that's what we want you guys to uh, start working towards. Okay, like start working towards those things that. Oh, you think about it and that makes you scared. That's what you need to be going after. Yeah. Right isn't now. that funny? Like yeah. most often it's the things that it's, it's like, we know the stuff that we should be doing. Yeah. We know the stuff that do. will, that will bring us higher levels of, of health, happiness, and perhaps wealth. We know what steps we should be taking, but we don't. And, because, and, and it could be as small as like, oh, your alarm wakes you up and you just turn it off and you go back to sleep. It could be you opening up the cabinet. There's a candy bar and apple. You grab the candy bar. You know, it's just like really small little things uh, that really makes that, that your mindset. It's yeah. Like if you make the right choices, you think about that and you, you grab the right things, you're going to be able to keep, keep yourself in that uncomfortable zone because you're feeling good about yourself and you're continuously progressing yourself. So uh, it all builds upon itself. It all starts when you first right. Like you can start developing momentum and and today, you know, right as you're listening to this podcast, it's like it's like a train. It weighs I don't know uh, I don't know thousands of tons. (laughs) I don't know. It depends. I guess what the train is, but a train weighs a heck of a lot, and it takes a while for it to like get up to speed. Like when it first starts moving, you can walk faster than it. And then, uh, and then five minutes later, it's it's cruising at I don't know sixty miles an hour or something, hundred kilometers an hour. And good luck stopping and, that. And yeah, and then <laughs> it becomes like a monumental force in in like one direction. It's right. like it's on it's on its one like track. It exactly. doesn't it doesn't it can't deviate because it's just full force ahead. And that's the same kind of thing that you can create with uh, momentum in your life. And um, 
Another really good example of where we see this all the time, like veganism is the one that I think pretty much all of us can relate to. The other one is when people tell us that they can't lift weights. Like that is, if you listen to the podcast for any length of time, you know that uh, we are big proponents of weightlifting, really regardless of what your goals are. Want to lose fat? Uh, You should lift weights. You want to build muscle? Uh, You should lift weights. You want to get stronger? Uh, You should lift weights. Like... There are, we are big proponents of weightlifting, especially heavy compound weightlifting, but most people tell us that they can't lift weights either because they're too weak. They've never lifted weights before. They're afraid of injuring themselves or whatever. And, um, or, or their past comes back to them and be like, I was injured by this and I don't ever want to do it yeah, again. I could never do deadlifts because <laughs> I pulled my back like 10 years ago and, and uh, yeah, sure. There are some physical limitations that are legitimate. Like, yeah. uh, so so I'm not at all discounting those. Like, uh, if you're in a wheelchair, like, yeah, I understand you're not doing deadlifts. And and okay, like, great. Uh, that's that's totally fine. I understand that there are physical limitations that are valid, but most people don't have. Uh, most people when they're talking about their their limiting beliefs and their limitations, that those aren't actually like truly valid. Um, and whenever I hear people say like, I can't lift weights or, or I'm afraid of injuring myself or, or whatever. I just like, I just think back to when I was literally 130 pounds, <laughs> I was, I was 130 pounds and now I'm 193 pounds, um, the same height. So that's like over 60 pounds that I've gained in the past 10 years. And when I first started, I also, had those voices in my head telling me that I can't do this when I first got started. And that's something that most people need to understand. All of those fitness people that you idolize or idolize is a little bit strong, but all those people that you admire who are out there getting it done in the fitness community, um, whoever it is, those people started from a place that that you're probably starting from yeah. if if you are just getting started or the place that you had started from when you first got started we all start in that place where we're not sure that we can do it we have all these limiting beliefs we're thinking I uh, I can't do this we have all those little voices inside of our heads that are saying oh you can't really do this and yeah. I still have those voices in my head from time to time. Like Anders will tell you that uh, about the mental demons that I battle (laughs) all the time. Sometimes those demons overpower you on some sets. Yeah, like (laughs) like squats in particular. Like I I have a really strange warm up routine, and I'm really trying to push out of that because whenever I go up to the bar, like I need everything to just go perfectly right, Um, and usually it comes back to the song that I'm listening to. Like I need the right. Uh, section of the right song to like really get in the zone. And I'm trying to break free of that because I know that's not a good thing. (laughs) That's not, that's not helpful. And, and again, that's like, that's one of those little limiting beliefs. That's one of those little voices that's like starting to burrow in my mind and say, Oh, you need the right song to be able to lift your like working set weight for your squats and stuff. And I'm trying to push out, uh, from there. But, um, but, uh, that's, that's, that's stuff that I'm still dealing with. Like I still have those little mental demons from, from now and then. And pretty much everyone does. Yeah. Like that's not necessarily something that goes away, but that's something that you build uh, momentum against. You, you take control of it. That's exactly. It is. It, and it just, it, it, 
it's always is there, guys, but it's just your willpower to overcome it. Exactly. That's what changes, and that's what you can build up. Um, and and you battle mental demons too, like this. Yeah. Uh, and it's usually, <laughs> yeah, it's usually like the exact opposite stuff it's that usually, I. It's usually I battle. for work related things, <laughs> right? Or or uh, or even like bulking, like yeah. This, yeah this it's funny, real. like yeah. Anders has such trouble bulking, and I have such trouble cutting. So it's um. I don't, I don't understand him, and he doesn't understand me when it comes to uh, those. Well, that's those a perfect kind of- <laughs> example. Like we're blood brothers, and we have something completely different. We have different mental demons, you know. Like, yeah, but we, yeah, all, so we, but we all both overcome it the same way. Exactly, we all have them. Uh, we all might have different versions of of the same kind of mental demons and stuff, but we all have them, and uh, and that's really I. Uh, Getting to the point where you just kind of like crush that is is what's really important here. That's what that's what we're talking about when it comes to saying like like forget I can't like push that out of your mind and stop living in that kind of uh, environment. Um, so basically, like we're not immune to self doubt to limiting beliefs. Like I like we've um, I would consider us to be like pretty high achievers and we're not super successful yeah. uh, yet, <laughs> but we are pushing as hard and fast as we can in that direction. So uh, even then, like, I feel like we have our mindsets together, but we're not immune to that self-doubt, to those right. limiting beliefs. It's truly a never ending battle. I don't, I don't think that it's ever really going to completely dissipate in yeah, our minds. I, I just know that it's going to be easier and easier to say I can. Yeah. That's all it is. And that's why we go out and do stuff that pushes us out of our comfort zone. It's the, kind of the best way to actually build that into your life is by going out and doing stuff that, that you don't want to do. Yeah. and The stuff um, that makes you scared, guys. Do exactly. <laughs> so uh, most of you know that, that we just signed up for a pretty serious triathlon. Uh, so, uh, swimming, biking, and running, it's a, it's an, uh, Ironman 70.3. Uh, so it's literally 70.3 miles long. And that kind of scared both of us like a few weeks ago. And we're just like, okay, what do we have to do, uh, to get over this fear? And I was just like, well, step one is to sign up for the thing. Because if you sign up, then guess what? You set the date and you're going to go do this it. This goes back to uh, commit now and figure out the rest later. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of, yeah. I mean, that's what you have to do to yeah. to, to kind of like develop that momentum, right. to develop the mental grit that you really need to uh, to push I can't out of your vocabulary. You just, can't, you just can't question it. You just need to go out and do. That exactly. Is, that is all it is. <laughs> so, uh, so here's really how you can defeat those limiting beliefs. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and that negativity on a daily basis. So whenever you catch yourself saying, I can't stop yourself and instead ask, how can I like, that's this a, is so a, powerful. Yeah, that's a great one. That is the, that is the difference. That is how you bridge that gap between where you are currently and where you want to be. You stop saying, I can't, you stop living in a world of self doubt and negativity. And you say, I, I might not know how to do this, but I know what I want to achieve and now I'm going to figure out how to do it. Yeah. So instead of saying, I can't, instead ask yourself, how can I? So something like, I can't make it to the gym today because I don't have time would then become, how 
can I structure my extra busy day today to fit in a gym session? Okay, you see how one is just living in like a world of self-doubt and negativity. I can't make it to this gym today. I don't have time. Like that's what we hear all the we hear that all the time from people right. who are like, I don't have the time to lift. Really? Well, the like, funny thing is, just yesterday I heard someone say, "Oh, I need to go. I need to leave early. I can't finish this last set." It's like, how long is that last set actually going to take? You? Right. <laughs> it's just like ten seconds. Yeah. It's like just get it done, and you're going to feel so much better about yourself. Exactly. And then getting back to like all those super high achievers uh, that that you see, like uh, like Jeff Bezos, he's he's one of my favorites. So I'm gonna like reference him a lot. But Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, like he has achieved a an incredible amount in his life. And guess what? He has the same number of hours every single day that you have. That and in very, fact, I've very, heard very him talk about the importance of sleep, and he says. I get eight hours every single night because I know that's what I need to really uh, function at my highest level. Uh, so he is not that he just sleeps 30 minutes a day. Like he, he literally has, uh, he has 16 hours a day then after he's, he's uh, taken out sleep to accomplish the same stuff that to, to accomplish way more than, than most people accomplish. But he has the same amount of time. So, like, that time excuse, that's not valid. Right. Like, there is someone else out there who's doing way more than you in the same amount of time. So, if you say, I can't do that because I don't have time, that automatically means that you're not efficient. You're yeah. not being productive. And sure, some people have, like, uh, like serious circumstances that that really um maybe you're a single mom and you like you have five kids and and you're working three jobs and stuff yeah i understand there's there's some people that that are really in a very very tough position but most of us i think are not in such a difficult position and i think most of us when we're talking about i don't have time it's an excuse that's really not that valid you're just not that efficient all those people who say, I don't have time, I want to like go through their day and watch them scroll through Instagram for 27 minutes in the yeah. morning. I want to watch them watch TV. Hey, you just had an hour for, lunch break. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch them have an hour lunch break and just like scroll on their phone or just like or just like shoot the shit with their coworker right. or something. I want to watch them get home from work, collapse on the couch, and watch 97 minutes of some stupid movie. Like that stuff... I uh, really, you don't have time to go work out. No, you don't make the time. So instead of saying, I can't make it to the gym because I don't have time. You instead say, how can I structure my extra busy day today to fit in the gym? Guess what? You don't watch that movie. You don't watch the, the TV show. You don't uh, read the gossip blogs. You don't uh, scroll through Instagram. You don't do X, Y, or Z. You make the time to do stuff that's going to take you to that next level in your life. Another example, I can't stick to my diet. How often do you hear that? How often have you said that? I can't stick to my diet. Instead, that becomes, how do I customize my eating approach to work for my goals and cravings, to work for me, not against me? How do you create that in your life? What about, I can't run a 5K? How many times have you heard that? Or how many times have you said that yet again? Like, I can't run a 5K, 3.1 miles. Instead of saying that, you can say, how can I train over the next three months to build the endurance that I need to run 3.1 miles? 
Saying I can't makes you a victim. You relinquish control to other people and circumstances. Saying how can I empowers you. This simple change of phrases makes you the boss of your life. It makes you the decider of your destiny. So the next time that you've heard that you about to say the phrase I can't, it's on the tip of your tongue. And it's something that you, it's, it's about something that you know is in line with your goals and your dreams. Instead, empower yourself by saying how instead of I can't. Say, how can I do this? The people who achieve success in fitness are the people who get up and make it happen. They look for the circumstances they want. And if they can't find them, then they make them. They don't make excuses. The word can't doesn't exist in their vocabulary, but the word how certainly does.